and welcome to a week 18 edition of the Fantasizers podcast. Claps all around, boys. Claps around. Claps around. What a great, great season we've had so far. Um, fantasy, done. I um, didn't do well, personally, but I don't want to talk about it. Um, but I have to send it to my co-host, Christopher Michael, who gets a proper introduction this week, unlike last week. Um, Chris, dude, hey. take it away. Hey, man, I, I appreciate that um, introduction, finally. Uh, you know, um, but bef- before I introduce the other couple that we have here, uh, Josh, let's talk about your fantasy season and how that went. How did how did you how did it play out for you? Uh, my team went went downhill um, when DeAndre Swift went down. So, <laughs> um, if he if he's you know if he was healthy, if he could you know keep it up, I think I would have won it would all. You, but would would you say that your team went downhill pretty swiftly? It did, yeah, and I. That was good. Good job. That was a good one. I like that, that one. That was good. Hollywood. Yeah. And Hollywood from the corner. And we also <laughs> uh, Goatee Guru. Goatee? Yeah. Josh, where, where, what place did you finish? Towards, towards the bottom. It doesn't matter. Um, to, to, on, on the bottom? No, no, no. Just down there somewhere. Um, <clears throat> you know, below, below average. It was bad. It was bad. It was, it was, uh, I've never seen, a team dropped so quickly at the end of the season as yours did. And it's too bad. Great fall. Yeah, it really was. Um, a good fantasy owner doesn't allow one player to allow something like that to happen to a team. Well, I'd, I'd like to, you know, my three running backs were Swift, James Robinson, and Miles Sanders, who literally all died. I'm pretty sure they all are dead. <laughs> who I think were like either the top three draft picks you had or three of the first four, one of the two. <clears throat> yeah, well, hey, you know, you win some, you lose some, you come in last in some, you know what I mean? Um, and then you <laughs> you just and then you just come in some. So um, it is, you know, it is what it is. Well, I just, I you had started – you had mentioned fantasy, so I kind of wanted to roll off that. Thank you. Uh, sure. No problem. Absolutely. Um, anytime. You know, I'm there for you, uh, as always. Um, but, you know, let's talk about football. Huh? Let's talk about week 17. Uh, it's just very strange that we're not done. We have one more week left, right? I, it feels very weird as a football uh, guy to see week 18 on the schedule. I don't know about you guys, but it is just, I don't, I'm still mind boggled by that, but, uh, it's awesome because it's more football. It's, it's more football, which yeah, absolutely. But I also, I like the way that it's set up. Um, it's got a lot of implications this week. Uh, you know, we, we have the, and for the most part, <clears throat> we have the, uh, divisional matchups this week across the board. And um, a lot of them have big, big implications. I know personally the Niners have to win. And if they don't win, we we need New Orleans to go down and they're playing Atlanta, which I don't feel real confident with, even though Atlanta beat them the first time around, but there's just a whole lot going on. 
But did you guys see that if Jacksonville was to take the Colts down, if the Jacksonville Jaguars took the Colts down, then the Chargers and Raiders game, they could just kneel on the ball the whole game and both of them make the playoffs. I saw that. I saw, yeah, they, all they need is they can tie, and they're in. They're both in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be fun. Uh, week 18's got a lot of good matchups and a lot of lot on the line. It, um, it, it, like you said, and it seems like the AFC is very it's, – it's kind of funny how – it's kind of changed from season to season, but it seemed like over the last you know, few years, AFC has always been the one that has, you know – the eleven and five wild card teams, right? The you know the ten and six wild card teams, where the NFC seems to get the eight eighters, you know. And right? that's because you have teams like the Giants that okay. play in that. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and, and <laughs> but this year's this year's kind of a little different, you know. Looking at the, at least looking at the ones that are still able. To, to make the playoffs in the AFC this year, you know it's kind of it's kind of funny how it works. But hey, week week uh, seventeen, some some notables here, right? So Big Ben, you know, we kind of talked about it. You know, our our, our betting man uh, Brandon said it, and and I think I think we were all on board with it that Big Ben is not going to lose at his in his last home game, right? I mean, it was a it was a it was a great bet by uh, by Brandon. I, I gotta say, he uh, he called that. And he was confident. He was really confident. And sure enough, he's uh, he's very smart at at calling the the storylines. And he knows that the NFL is all about storylines and, and and knowing it. And you know, there he is randomly. We're the, giving uh, you giving you props he, for your he Steelers. Went away from taking the Bears over the Giants to take that game too. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, Brand uh, had a good feeling about him. Yeah, it was a good call, man. Good call. Welcome in, Brand Lee, from the the uh, other corner, uh, way up in Pittsburgh. There, right? how many how many corners uh, do we have? Big, uh, big uh, bet, big win there, big Ben there, huh? All right, so moving on from there. Hey, how about this? Rams get a win over Baltimore. That's a big time hurt for Baltimore. Big time hurt. They needed to pull that one out. Um, they uh, they needed that bad. But but the Rams, I didn't. I don't know about you guys. I, I didn't really like what I saw at the Rams that game. I've been liking what I've seen as of late, but I I don't know. They can continue to put things on film that you don't like this week because uh, I, I could I could really use. <laughs> The Niners extending their their uh, streak to six games over the Rams. I uh, I didn't like what I saw out of Antonio Brown. Um, what? He's got abs. <laughs> man, I man looks I good. Every bit of it. Okay, was this is this turning into the other fantasizer? So, so let's t- well let's talk about that. How about that? Tampa Bay over the Jets. Why would we ever have to talk about that? Big win for Tampa Bay, that big comeback for Tampa Bay over a pathetic New York uh, Jet football team. Mm, yeah, I mean, it was it was scary. I was actually a little bit – I was nervous for the for the Bucks, but once they got, um, you know, once they got Psycho out of there, they, uh, they, started, funny, though. they started going. The Bucks, the Bucks looked like a whole different team without Godwin – 
Yeah, Fournette. They, uh, I know they. I mean, they still got Evans and they still got Gronk. They got weapons. You know, they, they got three tight ends that can play um, with Brayton and Howard. But I don't know. They just they don't look right without Godwin. And I, I feel like Godwin's that glue guy in the, in the offense as far as the pass catchers. I mean, I know Fournette doesn't really. I mean, he catches the ball out of the backfield a little bit, but um, Ronald Jones, Keyshawn Vaughn, they can do that too. So. But Godwin, Godwin is – he's the target monster there. No, I, I think you're right as far as that glue. I, that, that's a good call. Because Godwin's from right there. They don't look good. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, big Penn State. Uh, hey, how about this? I'll give Goatee some credit here because I, I thought Miami had a shot here against Tennessee. I thought they were – you know, looking good. They're a hot team going in, but uh, Goatee, I think he said something along the lines of they are way too physical and too big of a team for Miami, and Miami couldn't handle them. Yeah, Miami does not have and has not had for a long time a very good offensive line. The Titans have a very strong front seven. Secondary is not so good, but their front seven is pretty, pretty solid. I didn't, I didn't like the matchup, um, and that's not to say that I am a, I'm huge on the Titans. It's more so that I just physicality. You see it with uh, being a fan of the NFC West, um, and with Brandon Brandon Lee and uh, Hollywood here. You see it when teams come to play the teams in the NFC West. They may be better on paper as as far as talent level. But the NFC West teams always give them a fight because the NFC West is a physical division. Outside of the Cardinals, they're not very physical, except for a select few on their defense. But um, it's just it's it's gritty. It's rough. It's not always pretty football, but it works. Yeah, no, I agree. There's there's two others that I I were I was looking at and I thought were were big games. There, the Raiders over Indy. I didn't see that coming, to be honest. And nothing against the Raiders. I think they're quite talented on uh, several aspects. But they were playing for their playoff lives there, right? Of course. But you you would think that the Colts, you know, being in their position they were in and at home, especially that they would have, had maybe brought that home, but they did not. So that was a interesting one. And sit I had the big. Joe Burrow, man, un, unfucking believable, huh? I mean, this kid. How about how about Brandon Lee? I, I and I don't think it's gonna happen. But how about Brandon Lee's, you know, pick on uh, a possible long shot dark horse MVP? Burrow. Did yeah, really? So if he goes deep enough in the playoffs, I think it's a good possibility. Jamar and Jamar Chase for the guy that. Couldn't catch the ball in training camp. If if you've ever watched him play when he played at LSU, there was no question that guy was going to be able to play in the NFL. But the, all the the stuff coming out of camp where he couldn't catch the ball and you know it didn't have the white lines like college football, so he can't find it in the air. Well, he found it about twelve times for about two hundred and sixty six yards and three touchdowns. So I think he can find the ball just fine. Oh, and he set the record uh, for the most receiving yards by a rookie in NFL history. So. Not just in the single game, but for the season as well. 
Yeah, not not too bad. It's okay. You know, he's okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. Now, I, I thought those were some notables there uh, of week 17. Um, but, uh, you know, what, what I, I do, I do kind of want to get off track here because I look at another team that is going to the playoffs looking pretty good going into the playoffs. And that's your green, that's the Green Bay Packers. What, what, what's going on? Is, is Rodgers really going to retire this year? What, what's the deal? So it's just happening all over again, you know, just like we, what happened last year. We throw a little hissy fit. We don't want to work in the offseason with the team. I, I don't know. What, what's, what, let's say. I, I, don't, I don't think he's going to retire, but I don't think he's going to be a Packer either. Well, I will tell you this right now. I think he still plays at least another two years. If Rodgers, if you're a Green Bay Packer fan, you better hope. Two things. One, you better hope that Aaron Rodgers comes back. And two, you better hope he comes back and plays for the Packers. Because if he doesn't, I know there's a talk that uh, Devontae Adams is going to get franchised. I will almost promise you that if Devontae Adams gets franchised and Aaron Rodgers goes elsewhere or retires, Adams will hold out and probably hold out until he gets traded. Well, that's that is going to be in, an interesting off season for that uh, organization again, once again, uh, or maybe maybe they do this on purpose because everybody is watches Green Bay as you know maybe maybe you know they just want that you know off season where everybody's watching them and looking at them and they're making money, uh, you know. I don't know. Just a thought. Everybody's focused on Aaron Rodgers and what he's going to do. So, you know, the scouting team can go around and film everybody's practices. And Oh, wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about Bill Belichick for a minute. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. So uh, la- the last thing, last thing. How about Arizona knocking off Dallas in Dallas? Uh, after a lot of talk about, you know, their quarterback, you know, isn't that good? And, you know, is it the future in Arizona? I mean, what's, what's up there, huh? A big win. <clears throat> I, I kind of like, I kind of like that because, uh, I last minute threw money on the, on the Cardinals there for that game. So that was, that was good for my pockets. Um, better for my heart because the Cowboys lost. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, it was. I was happy to see that, and I I don't know. Like, Dallas is good, but I don't believe in them to be Super Bowl contenders. I, I don't, truthfully, and, and it's not me hating on them. It's just I don't think I've ever seen them as a Super Bowl contender, and so it's not going to change until they prove it, and I don't think it so, is. So, going back to the original question, I don't think I, I know the media can – put things out there, but I don't think there was ever a question. People know that Kyler Murray's the, the future in Arizona. Um, is he a prototypical quarterback? Absolutely not. Uh, is he much more polished as a passer than most running quarterbacks? Yeah. Uh, but I think the thing that you saw, Arizona had to learn to play without DeAndre Hopkins. You know, DeAndre Hopkins is such a focal point in that offense that when you take him away, very much like 
you take away a Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers has done it countless times. He, he knows how to play the game without his star. Kyler Murray, he's a, he's a younger quarterback, man. I mean, he's, he's got to learn to be able to get through a game and manage a game at times and not just be able to rely on the guy that you can throw it up to with your eyes closed and he'll come up, come down with the ball. So I think that's part of it. They did also didn't have James Conner this past game and Chase Edmonds stepped in. And like I mentioned in a previous segment, for all those listening, Chase Edmonds had the chance to be a league winner for you. That guy came to play. Yeah, and he did. Sure. He certainly did. That is going to do it for our intro. We are going to come back after this short break, and we're going to we're going to hear about our picks. We're going to hear about how we did. Um, I think I'm going to be happy, but we're going to find out after this. All right, and we're back. We are going to go to the boys' survivor picks with our very own. Chris for Michael. Chris, what do we got? All right. So let's talk about week 17. Um, this is something that has not been done in the last one, two, three, four, five weeks where Hollywood loses his pick this week. Um, so I'm sorry to you, Hollywood, but it is a, it is a big Big loss because he picked uh, our buddy Johnny over over me in, in our fantasy league, um, and uh, I pulled it up. I won. I won. Eat it. You know, I, I, need, I have to start checking the weather before I place these bets. This is ridiculous. You know, it, it gets me every time. <laughs> so, sorry, I, I went overboard there. But anyways... Uh, you did lose. Brandley, did you, did you want to try? Yeah, I was going to say that was a – you and Johnny, that was a big battle for six? Seven. Eight, seven? A battle for seven. Seven? Yep. There mm-hmm. it is. Good. No. All right. So it was a big seventh place uh, finish for me this year. Thank you for uh, – I'm glad I let you chime in there. That was great. You know, top right. six teams get paid oh, out, right? right? <laughs> I bet on you, Brandon. I bet on you. You did. That was a smart you, bet. It was a smart bet because you're the one that put Joshua Dean on the bottom of the league this year. So I'm very proud of you. Thank you. I, I tried to tell you I made some good moves this week. I've been there before. <laughs> I'll be there again. That's right. Act like you've been there, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, so let's get let, – let me just say, everybody else won, Hollywood. Everybody else won. It was the Survivor uh, Week 17. Uh, I went with Tampa Bay, of course. No problems there. That was an easy win for them. So that was a win. Uh, <laughs> Josh, you went with New England. That was certainly an easy uh, an easy victory. Uh, uh, Goatee, you went with Chicago, of course. That was an easy win over – Giants because they suck. Uh, Brandon uh, Lee, you went with Pittsburgh. You not only went with them in this Survivor League, but you also uh, bet with them uh, this last week, and that's just wins all around. And you're and you're 
and your weekend. So, well done. So, let's look at the uh, standings going into week 18, the final week of the season. It, it appears this is pretty good here, right? So, Brandon Lee and myself are at 13 wins and four losses. Goatee Guru is one game back at 12 and five. Josh, you have now been eliminated. Eliminated at 10 and six. You, you are suck. done. Uh, you are two games out. There is one game left. So theoretically, you have no chance. No, 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 did no. Did he finish on the bottom technically in this too? Because Hollywood's got a better win percentage. No, no, no. I, I don't think you guys understand. I get two picks this week to a chance to <laughs> a chance to make my. You know, I don't know. I get a chance. My, I was so. What I'm thinking is, I'm going to take my my team that I'm going to that I'm going to take. I'm not going to give it away yet. But then, I'm going to also take that um, that that uh, Hollywood is going to shave his facial hair but leave a mustache. Oh, now Hollywood, that one's up to you. Yeah, I, I like you finishing on the bottom. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Any, anywhere you can finish is, is good. But the bottom. <laughs> he, can I start taking? Can I start taking other sports yeah. now? Like, can in case I? You're not watching <laughs> our our video podcast and you're listening to it. Uh, Hollywood is sporting <clears throat> uh, what is only known to be the the greatest facial hair uh, style known to man: the goatee. Uh, I probably couldn't guess that by my name, but he is also sporting it and fashionably well. <laughs> so I think mine's coming in. So yeah, so so yeah, yeah right on the verge. Right so J- Josh, you're ten six and one, and, and you are you are done. But we will give you a pick this week since it, technically we are still playing the game. Okay. So okay, and then and and Hollywood, uh, I there's just no words for any of this but it's your one and one two you're one and two picking nfl games you're one and oh in a bye week you're one and oh picking uh ncaa football game you're one and oh picking the heisman you're one and oh picking the cma music uh award um you're one and oh picking at the krakens okay the krakens uh, you're one and oh picking, uh, you're putting up your Christmas tree. Um, and uh, one and oh, the box office, you you got that. Uh, one and oh, with a Christmas gift guess. So, I it's good, it's a good percentage. Uh, I feel like his record is basically a segment in itself. It is, I can't even. <laughs> I keep on scrolling to the right. You know, He's got to be in the so running many, for the championship. There's so many damn columns. I can't even. <laughs> so, let's do it, boys. Last week, week 18, uh, you know, who are we picking? I, I'll start. I'll start. Uh, unless uh, we want Brandon to start. I think he started last week, right, Brandon? So, I'll start. This week, you'll start, you'll go after me because it's got to be the top two dogs, right? And then it goes down from there. Well, I can go. So, uh, no, we, yeah. please, we'll leave, we'll leave you on the bottom for oh. last. Okay, so 
<laughs> I am going to go with – this is kind of a big pick here. Okay? I'm going to go with the, the, the WTF – I'm sorry, the WFT team, Washington football team. I just don't believe in my Giants. I think the Reds uh, – whoops, whoops, almost screwed up there. I think the football team, I think they'll have their way with us, unfortunately. But um, that's what I'm picking. So, Brandon, what do you got? Um, you know, I was looking at that that game. Um, but I, I decided I'm going to stay away. Um, and I am going to go with the Indianapolis Colts this week against the Jaguars. <clears throat> oh, feel like they have to have a bounce back win, especially against Jacksonville. Yeah, that's probably a pretty good, safe pick. Um, but I had already picked them, so I couldn't uh, – unfortunately, I could not pick them. Uh, let's see. Oh, go team. Second place, what do you got? I feel like, feel like you both went with a pretty safe pick there. Uh, so much for, you know, no risk it, no biscuit, but – um, I also was looking at the Washington football team, but I did not select them because I was actually surprised to find out that I had not selected this team all season long. I thought for sure I had. I am taking the Green Bay Packers over blue. Uh, so even you know, with them fitting all of theirs. Ha! Idiot. I am taking blue. I am taking the Lions this week. If they bring back Matt Flynn to play, I don't care. Do you guys care? I'm taking blue. <laughs> blue. So Josh, okay. Josh, no, okay. we don't care. I'm taking blue, but did, only did because – No, nope. But I'm taking blue, and the reason I'm – so I'm taking blue, so that's going to be a win. And then, and then, to get my second win, it's a it's, it's a uh, parlay in the NBA – on Sunday, that all rhymed. Um, the Bulls to win, the Warriors to win, and the Grizzlies to win. Book it. Uh, that's it. It's a parlay. None of them will lose. I'm gonna write this Book down. It. I don't. I, we'll have to talk about. It. I'm sure this is just not going to count. But uh, thank I'm you. Gonna, for, for I'm gonna throw. Gonna I'm gonna throw another one out there. So I can, uh, because all of our teams are going to win this week, unfortunately, I think. So just to get me back in the race, because I can't, I can't catch you guys if you guys win. So uh, my my parlay or my my second bet is that Connor McDavid of of the uh, of the Edmonton Oilers uh, will not play in his next game because um, he's going to go on the COVID list. That's my that's my bet. Gold. Don't look at the NHL news. He's not already on the COVID list. I promise. I'm really not liking you guys. Kind of stepping on my toes over here with with the survivor picks. Yeah, you know. Wait, can I can I do a yeah Hollywood type survivor pick? I think I'm gonna shower over three times uh, until 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 next next uh, episode. I think I'm going to do over. Pinch and roll over five times during this podcast. (laughs) Already, already beat that. I'm going (laughs) to take down a Christmas tree. All right, Hollywood, what do you got? 
All right. So, well, so before I throw out my pick, I just have I have two quick things. So first of all, you guys should let Josh pick every NFL game this weekend, and if he gets them all right, he jumps everybody to first place. Book it. I'm in. Hold on. But if, but if he gets one wrong, it's done. He's done. Two. You guys need to talk about. We need to talk about this on the break and come back and and come to a decision. But final week, all for for the for the season long survivor race. You guys should have all had to pick teams that are below five hundred. Everybody should have had to pick teams under five hundred just to make it interesting. No, I like that actually. And, and, and it doesn't matter if you've picked them before or not. It just has to be a team under 500. I am picking one under 500. I kind of, I kind of like that. Though. Yeah, yeah, but you're picking against the Giants. <laughs> can we? Can we? So, can I? Can I make my picks now? You make your pick but before, before you send it to break. I got one more thing. <clears throat> so, so my pick, real quick. So I am betting because this is a. First time in history, week 18, NFL, right? So a lot of talk about a lot, uh, you know, NFL records that could possibly be broken because of an extra week. And that's one of my picks. So I am betting that Cooper Cup breaks the catches record of 149 set by Michael Thomas in 2019. But I'm going to add on to it to make it a little more interesting for you guys. So that's my bet. But I'm also betting that he does not break the yards receiving record of 1,964 set by Calvin Johnson. So that is my pick, that he breaks the catch record, but not the receiving yard record. He's playing the Niners. If you happen to find that as a bet there, Hollywood, uh, count me in. I'll double whatever you put. Let's go. I see. Look at that. I've got. I've got seventy-seven percent betting expert on on my side. I am confident. Just just for those that aren't aware, Cooper Cup. The last time he played against the Niners, went for eleven catches and one hundred and twenty-two yards. And now we have a rookie cornerback starting on the outside. So, he, yeah, he only needs twelve catches to get the record. But he needs, I, I would think it's like 149 yards to break the receiving record. So I, I don't see that happening. It's Sean McVay, and they know how close they are. You, I guarantee you they run like jet sweeps, not jet sweeps, jet touch passes to him just to get him easy completions. I'll almost guarantee that happens. I'm in. I might want to take the over on both. So one more thing here. Uh, just because I don't want this to be lost in uh, in, in translation uh, during this podcast. Let's not forget that there was a punishment for the loser of the last place game in the fantasy league that was going to be suggested by our super fan, Party Pete. And Party Pete did put a suggestion out there for our loser, <clears throat> the host, uh, that he wants him to do the one-chip challenge on camera. Um, what do you have to say to that there, uh, Mr. Mister Host? I'm not in last place yet. i got to get all these picks right. I'm, I'm doing research. No, 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 no. For the <laughs> Fantasy League. 
That's what it was. The loser of the last place game. No, it's it ain't over till it's over, baby. It it's over. It's over. It's over. No. <laughs> That's okay. I like spicy things. It's no big deal. Pulling chip challenge. It's gonna happen on next week's broadcast. Absolutely. Two so it's gonna be great. Are we actually allowing Josh to pick these games? Is that what's happening, Hollywood? Or is that because he is doing research right now? I mean, I've I've never seen him study so hard, and I've seen him do prep for the show. I mean, this dude is locked in. Well, how about Christopher Michael? You sent us to break. Give him some time to uh, to work on these, and he we we closed the show with his final picks. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I think we got to get him some water, though. It looks like he's really, you know, working up a sweat. He is. Headache. (laughs) Headache. Any goatee that he had coming in, he has successfully, like, nervously pulled out. (laughs) Well, all right. We'll do that. Week 18, there it is. I am going with the Washington football team. Josh is going with the big blue team, also known as Detroit. Uh, he's trying to pick other parlays and, and games and things like that because he wants to somehow make the playoffs or win this uh, Survivor uh, League, which he's not going to. But we'll, we'll let him think that. He's working hard over there thinking, thinking about it. Goatee Guru is going with Green Bay, uh, and he's also thinking about Connor McDavid not playing this week. He's betting on it, and he's saying, don't look at the news right now. Do don't. not. Do not. Correct. Uh, Brandon uh, Lee is going with the Colts. Hollywood is going with two things. Cooper Cup breaks the all-time reception record of 149, and but, however, does not break the yards record at 1964. So there you got it. Week 18 in a nutshell. We'll see what happens. Good luck, boys, to you. And we are gonna we are gonna go to break quick, and we are going to come out of that break and put your kids to bed because my God, Hollywood's here. Right after this. And we're back, and we are gonna go to that dirty, nasty, silly, sometimes sexy corner. With that, with that handsome man, Mr. Hollywood, handsome Hollywood, dude, what's going on? Well, you know me, just hanging out in the corner drinking my Bush and A's. Bush and A's. I, I do. Have to, I haven't tried one yet. Um, you have not. Well, so I didn't take that in the survivor pick. I well, so here's the thing, and I think I said this last week was I, I has to be in your presence because I was. Christopher Michael has some at his place that that I was thinking about doing. About Those giving are mine. a shot. I know, I know, but I'm not gonna drink it without you. Keep your fucking hands off my bush and age, They're so expensive. They are pricey. They're worth it. They're worth it. All right. I'll leave a corner this week. Um, explicit content ahead. If you didn't already know, you should know. So, as everybody knows, so I'm gonna, I got two segments. I've got a list. I've got a top ten, but we're going to save that for the second part of the segment. The first part of the segment, 
guys, football's ending. This is the last week, week 18. You know, and then the playoffs, but my team didn't make it, so I, I could give two shits. So I've got two options. I could either A, you know, fire that bullet from the chamber in the side of my head, or, you know, figure something else out to do and, and uh, you know, pass the time until next football season. So I'm going to give everybody a couple things that they can do instead of offing themselves in the off season. So the, the first thing I'm going to throw out is, guys, Hollywood's Corner, we threw out a ton of movies in lists. So you got football movies that we did. Guys, throw those in, watch them. Enjoy some more football in the offseason. Christmas movies. Look, some of those movies that we threw out are good year-round, right? A Christmas Story. Fuck that movie, don't watch it. But any other movie that we mentioned, by all means, throw it in there. Christmas Vacation, I will watch that. I told you guys, year-round. All right, so those two lists right there. Go back, listen, write them down. Enjoy your off-season. Now, you've also got some upcoming sports, right, other than football. We're a huge sports uh, podcast here. We love our sports. One of my personal favorite, golf. What's coming up? Well, you've got the players. They've moved that up early in the season, right? So the players is now March 10th through the 13th. Let's go. TPC Sawgrass, Island Green. That's tough. Josh, I know you're in on, on that one. I'm total I'm totally in on that one. I uh I I fell in love with that tournament um when Ricky won it in the playoff. Yeah. That was when I really that was really when I got sucked into that tournament, you know. That that was a good one. And that last day on seventeen for Ricky, I mean he yeah. stuffed it on that Sunday pin. That, that was, was crazy. Sick. I like a I like a oh uh oh, this is dangerous. Oh no, it's good, Roger. You know, that was, that was money. That was money. Um, and then, of course, you've got a tradition like none other. April 7th through the 10th, the Masters. The best, Let's go. The best days of, of the year. The, they are the uh, best you days. You know, my morning alarm is the Masters theme song. So I wake up. With a raging heart on every morning. That is that's that's great. I uh, yeah. I actually think I'm going to take days off. Um, I mean, I don't see why you wouldn't. You might have to. You know, I also have Jim Nance tied up in my corner, um, just so I can hear him announce shit. You know, and in uh, Hollywood's headed to the bathroom for shit number three of the day. More I mean, fiber. Is- More fiber. Yeah. Um, You've also got the PGA Championship in May. Also tell Tony Romo to shut up. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. So May 19th through the 22nd. So a lot of great tournaments coming up in the golf world. Check them out. If, if you are not a golf watcher, I suggest you at least watch those three tournaments that are coming up. There's a bunch of other great ones. But, you know, those are just a couple to, to definitely tune into. Guys. Another big one that I know you're taking days off, Christopher Michael. I'll probably be at your house, hopefully, for the mm-hmm. first weekend. You know what I'm talking about. Fucking March oh, yeah. Madness. March Madness, baby. Oh, yeah. March 13th through April 4th. Let's go. 
We're going to do it this year, guys. Planet of the like, Hat Boys. We're all doing it. Let's go. Gonzaga Bulldogs. This is our year. I fucking hope. But <laughs> I just actually, I just hope that, you know, I'm not even going to put it out there. March Madness. Let's go. Yep. And then uh, you've obviously got the NHL playoffs, right? Those start uh, in May. I think uh, the last day, or April 29th is the last day of the regular season, so then you've got the playoffs kicking off. So, you know, tune into that. Um, And then nobody cares about the NBA regular season, but since every team makes the playoffs starting April 12th, tune into that, and you you can watch that boring-ass shit for a while until, you know, something else better comes along. Josh, I'm sure you're you're tuning into that, right? You got you got the NFL draft right there too, right? I, I didn't put that down just because that is football, and we'll definitely talk about that on the podcast as it gets further. You know, Fair this enough. is just kind of to to get you through football. Um, you know, and then also just you know go walk around your town, find some uh, people playing dice in in corners, and uh, see what they're up to. You know, jump jump in with them, throw some dice, win some money, have a bush yeah. and a. Yeah, pass the time. That's that, actually you know, a really that's actually a really fun, um, really fun game, though. It, it is. Oh, Christopher Michael's having a seizure over there. Um, but I think what he's trying to tell me is is NASCAR is is a thing too. The Daytona yeah. Five Hundred. Well, they still do that. <laughs> they, I, I thought that stopped when Earnhardt. We're going racing, baby. Boogity boogity boogity. <laughs> February like 14ish, right around there. Whatever that day, that Sunday is, I, I believe. All right, we'll see. So you, so you have options. So isn't that so Valentine's Day? Tune in, tune in to Groundhog's Day. There isn't that Valentine's Day, the 14th? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. sure. Could, could be. This holiday. Could be. 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 Yeah, there you go. So, you. so look, you know, throw on uh, Logic song, don't kill yourself, and uh, you know, watch some other sports. It's okay. We'll be here till next year. I promise you that. So, don't kill yourself. Fair. All right. Now for the list. Dark. You know, I like that. That's just how I roll. How are you right, still up with me, though? Yeah, you know. I gave you options, right? I, I'm, it's you like a PSA. You know, you might have you might have uh, some potential if you wanted to change careers and go into a, you know, life counseling or something. I've been watching a lot of Tony Robbins. Is that, is that, is that the guy? <laughs> Big fucking fingers and shit. The the Hulk that literally just says words to people and frightens them uh, to make them do better in life. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now for my list. You guys know what this is all about. So as everybody's probably found out at this point, the WFT is officially picking their name on February 12th. No, second, right? Well, they've got their list of names and they're all stupid as fuck. So I've got my own list of names and I think, you know, they should definitely listen to these and and pick from my 10 because it's it's better and then at the end here i want to hear you know some of your guys ideas but i'm telling you mine are all winners right now for the most part so 
as we discussed on an earlier podcast, as we all know, the Washington football team does not play in Washington. All right. They play in Landover, Maryland. And if anybody's ever been to Landover, Maryland, I'm sorry. But you know the only way to get there is to take a beltway, a stupid fucking beltway. There's like three of them in that area. So that's my first one. Number 10, the Washington Beltways. Because that team just goes round and around and they never move forward. Right? It's fitting. Number nine, I've got two names here. You can go with either one. They're both kind of the same. The Washington Landovers or the Washington Marylanders, because again, they don't play in Washington. Now, I love this one personally for us because we want to get our name out there, right? How about Washington TFPs? Let's go. Guys, we could have a football team. Well done. Well done. Right? We'll never sell. We'll never sell. No, no. Number we, seven. We might. Curse that man. <laughs> Number seven. The Washington, not Washingtons. It's not Washington. Washington is in the great Pacific Northwest. Number six. The Washington Corruption. You know, that was a good one. Play, play on kind of the the, uh, the politics, the yep. politicians there, right? Number five, Christopher Michael, I think you're going to like this one. The Washington Insurrection. Uh, that's a good one? He doesn't know what that means. No, okay. Coming up on the year anniversary. Pass. <laughs> oh, I forgot he had that brain injury a couple weeks ago, so he doesn't know words. Number four, the Washington Indigenous Americans or, or the Washington Braves, because again, they used to be the, the Boston Braves before they moved to Washington. Number three, the Washington Racists. Guys, just lean in. Just lean in and embrace it. Number two, the Washington Paraplegics. Now, I really like this one because your logo could be Joe Theismann, Alex Smith, and RG3. That's perfect. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Josh, Josh loves that one. That's a good one, right? That's dark. That's... That, you know what? I might have to move that to number one. <laughs> I kind of see it as like a Steelers logo. You know, you get the three colors, but, you, you know, you get the three uh, the three faces up there. Or instead of faces, you just have their broken-ass legs. Oh and number one, guys, the Washington Sentinels. It has to be the Washington Sentinels. We talked about the movie, The, the Replacements. Let's make it official. The Washington Sentinels. What do you guys think? They do need a uh, quarterback, right? So... Shane Falco, I've heard, is available, just waiting out there. I think he was actually sitting on the side of, like, a coffee shop on the steps uh, eating, like, a pastry the other day. I saw a picture of him online. Look, I've seen all Keanu John Wick movies, and I can guarantee that dude can suit up and be a better quarterback than anyone they've had. 
Yep. I, I just want to throw it out there. I know what insurrection means. Um, I, live, <laughs> I, I live closer to Washington, D.C. than you do, so I, I can't I can't talk on any of that. You know, it does not inv- involve taking a blue pill, right? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, it's not that. Okay. If yeah, if it lasts for four hours. <laughs> yeah. So, and it's it's not it's not when a woman gives birth and they have to cut. Anyway, right? Um, no. no. So, I I have a couple uh, for you. Um, you know, and and if you saw the the post or the announcement that they were going to announce on February 2nd, I believe it was, they said that the name might, it wasn't one of the early favorites, but it has to do with their history, right? It has to do with their history and it's going to be a proud history. So that made me believe that there was only two possible names, only two possible possibilities. Number one, the Washington Georgias, right? What else? I mean, George Washington, right? So I, they they come out their new helmets. They'll still have it's just a picture of George and they just have like Yeah, I, have I, like I wasn't really sure where you were going with that, but I get it. I gotcha. It's that George. It's George from Seinfeld. Yeah. So then the second name uh, that makes sense if we're doing it off of history. I don't think he has anything to do with Washington D.C., but uh, the Washington PB and J's. Because uh, George Washington Carver, you know, he, he had all he found all the uses for for peanut oil and stuff, right? So, um, I, I kind of, I mean, I could get behind it. Their color is almost like the jelly that's on my PB and J. So, I, I love how you you really dove into that and and really got deep. And uh, yeah. you know, when when you said going into history and and not really this the second name, not really kind of relating to dc itself i, I kind of was like oh i bet he's talking about carver so yeah no i like it it's uh that's that's a, that's some good ones i got one all right christopher Milo's here because washington's full of these people washington snowflakes no comment. The Washington it. commies. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, we're getting off theory. I didn't say that. <clears throat> Here we go. Here. <laughs> See, I, I only had one. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, the Washington Monument toll shits. <laughs> shits. <laughs> that's good. Well, that's, I just. I, I think did, that's the stadium they play in. I like. Uh, I like alliteration. So I, I went with a couple, the Washington wiggle worms, um, just cause you know, it really flows off the tongue. <laughs> so, um, and then I did, and then I, this one brought me back. We, uh, we were talking about Brett Favre a little bit. Um, uh, can somebody know, say earlier. like John Madden just in memory of him? Brett Favre is no, um, uh, we were talking about them anyway, so it made me think. But the Washington Wranglers, and then they're just sponsored by by the Wrangler jeans. I think that's, you know, U shape cut. That's way too classy for that organization. U shape cut just doesn't doesn't pinch, doesn't cut in. You know, don't have to worry about it. 
Maybe um, if they wear Wranglers as their uniform, they'll stop breaking their legs. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Maybe they're they're if anything, I mean that's too classy. If they're gonna if they're wearing something like or if they're sponsored by something, it's gonna be something along the lines of like uh, Washington, Arizona's. But then there was so there was one that I that I kind of like looked didn't look up, but I, I was kind of like, you know, what would be kind of a cool name? And this isn't alliteration, but it, it's the Washington Armada. I kind of, I kind of like that one. I thought that was all right. So, he's yeah, that, in Spanish that, fleet. Yeah, that's that, right. that that is on the list. That is, that is on. Oh, the it list is. Of, uh, potential names. It is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but but I will say that I, I think. If I was going to pick what I think the name is going to actually be, I think it's going to be the Washington Admirals because I was, as I was telling you guys before we jumped on here, um, right now, if you go to WashingtonAdmirals.com, you are redirected to the Washington football team official team page. So I think the cat's out of the bag on that one. Hmm. I know that they really tried hard for Red Wolves. But apparently, there's a college team that owns the rights or something like that. So I really they, liked the Washington. They couldn't own the name themselves. It couldn't be their own. I, so. I really like the Washington Monumental shits. <laughs> well, I actually like I, I go to. I actually kind of like that. If if they go with a team name that they don't own, then that's kind of like harken back to the Redskins name. You know about how. I think, uh, <laughs> you know, it's kind of rooted in. Uh, How about the Washington Grudens? You know that 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 was number eleven on my list, actually. So that's tough. Um, but yeah, there there you have it. You know, have some fun at home. Come up with some names. Hit us up on uh, Twitter. Let us know what you come up with. And uh, yeah, boom, boom. You know what? That wasn't too bad. It really wasn't too bad. Hollywood, well done, well done. Um, I love the list. I personally like the the wiggle worms, but that's just me. Um, yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, pretty un, you know, unscathed. But yeah, uh, we are gonna take another break, and then when we come back, we're gonna dive in that fantasy world. We're gonna dive into a little new look type deal here with our goatee guru. Right after this. <laughs> Welcome back, TFP Nation. Uh, we are going a little different route here with Goatee. Um, as we carry into week 18, obviously fantasy is over here, at least the, you know, the end of the uh, playoffs there. And he's going to go a little different route here. And it's a route that, uh, quite frankly, we're going to go to next year in our leagues too. So Goatee, uh, without further ado, man, what do you got for us this week? Well, I appreciate the introduction, and I'm going to start off by saying that uh, no, fantasy is never over. Fantasy is never over because you got dynasty leagues, and we're going to talk about them a little bit here in this segment. Uh, we're also going to talk about Week 18 uh, DFS as well. We haven't really touched on DFS this year. Uh, we're focusing on trying to help you win your redraft leagues here, and I hope you did. Hope, hope you guys came away with the with the title. And I uh, hope this podcast helped you get there. If it did, I'd love to hear about it. Tweet at me at GoTGuru, TFP, on Twitter. Um, 
love to hear from you guys and, and hear how uh, the podcast helped you be successful. But we're going to do something a little different this week. Uh, like, like Chris mentioned, the redraft leagues seasons are over. And we're going to take a quick recap of the, some of the breakouts, some of the busts from 2021, some of the people that made us lose our mind or made us a lot of money. So without further ado, we're going to start with the breakouts of 2021. These are my five breakouts. I'm going to give you one per position, excluding kicker. Quarterback breakout, Joe Burrow, Cincinnati Bengals. He's been talked up a lot on this podcast. Um, Joe Burrow, I actually made a trade for him in our league uh, earlier in the year, and it worked out pretty well because with Lamar Jackson going down, I used him quite frequently. But uh, he was he was a stud. I mean, everybody knew he's talented, number one pick. Got a lot of weapons there. And if they can protect him, this guy's going to be a really good quarterback for a long time, not only on the field, but in fantasy. At the running back position, you know who's coming. And no, it's not Jonathan Taylor. Because I don't consider him a breakout. That guy was a top, should have been a top six pick in your draft. DeAndre Swift. Yeah, baby. DeAndre Swift, prior to the injury, was a stud. Man was was balling, and uh, I expect that to continue, regardless of who's under center next year. They're gonna they're gonna use him very frequently. We saw Amon Ross St. Brown step step forward, and he's gonna be a factor going forward. I, I believe. But uh, DeAndre Swift, that offense is going to roll through him. Wide receiver, there's nobody else I could put in this spot. That I mean, Cooper Cup. What else do you say about him? The guy went wild this year and uh, has a chance to, like Hollywood mentioned in his segment, or actually uh, maybe not in the segment. It might have been prior to that, but Cooper Cup. Um, oh, and the Survivor picks has a chance to break multiple records. So. Uh, Incredible season by him, and that's going to continue as long as Stafford's there. Tight end, Dawson Knox, Buffalo Bills. Dawson Knox came out of nowhere, really. I mean, he played a little last year, didn't really hear much from him, didn't expect to hear much from him this year, and he was an absolute beast uh, prior to that hand injury. Came back, got back on track for a little while, and fell off, but overall in the season – Incredible breakout. Uh, and then at the defense, special teams position, breakout of 2021, the Dallas Cowboys went from being one of the worst fantasy defenses to the best fantasy defense this year. And uh, and a lot, of, yes, a lot of it can be uh, attributed to Dan Quinn's um, scheme and, and his teachings, but a lot of it was not only turnovers, but turnovers that resulted in touchdowns. So that's going to take me to the busts of 2021, one per position. I'm going to go do this a little backwards. We're going to start with the defense, special team position. A a defense that I think most people expected a lot more from was the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, The Baltimore Ravens, I know they they got riddled with injuries, but they were a poor fantasy defense this year. They were terrible. It really expected a lot more from them. Tight end, Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby was talked up as being kind of like that second, maybe third tier tight end in fantasy uh, in, in pre-draft discussion, and he, you probably overdrafted him. 
Higby didn't do much this year. And I, we've seen that over time. Probably should have seen it coming. Stafford's not really a tight end guy. He's never really relied on the tight end much. So I guess we probably should have forecasted that a little bit better. But um, that was a common theme, Tyler Higby going a little too early. Number three, nobody else in this picture, in my opinion, Allen Robinson. That guy, he was probably your running or your running back, excuse me, your wide receiver two, maybe even your wide receiver one on your team, maybe in deeper leagues. And he did nothing for you. So uh, really feel bad for the guys that, that took a shot on him. Number two, running back hurts my heart a little bit. Miles Sanders um, played well, but didn't score touchdowns. And ultimately, that's where you get your points, right? So I, I have to put him in the bus category. He was probably drafted to be a running back, too. And finally, at the quarterback position, Baker Mayfield. Uh, just I know he's riddled with injuries this year, but that was just a that was a rough. That was rough. Uh, he, he finished, I believe, quarterback 24 this year. That's that's not so good. So uh, those are my breakouts and bust 21. Um, I could have thrown some other names in there, but some of the guys that just jumped off the page to me, uh, I'm just kind of curious. So what you guys got going on? Mine, um, <clears throat> I chose for my best. I, I did three best, three bust. Um, and for the best, obviously I did, I just did quarterback, running back, wide receiver, one of each, um, quarterback, Josh Allen, the dude did exactly what you would expect Josh Allen to do. You know, you draft him, he's a start every week and he should have been, he was a stud, um, running back, Jonathan Taylor. That was a given, right? Like we all knew that that was I got him in round two of our he's, draft, guys, he's, and I picked second in a 12-team league. He's so unbelievable. I picked, picked number 23. Unreal. But anyways, that won't happen again. I promise you that. Um, and then wide receiver, Cooper Cup. Dude's a stud. We knew that. Um, bust. I'm going to go with quarterback and then wide receiver and then running back. Quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. I expected more out of him. I didn't expect him to be amazing, but I did expect more than what he did this year. He So you expected him to be a fantasy starter. I expected him to be a a potential fantasy like potential fantasy starter, uh kind of a decision every week on if you wanted to play him or not. I so had like a, like a like a QB two type Yeah, of right, right. Yeah, right. So I I I had him um I actually drafted him. Um, and dropped him relatively quickly because he just never seemed to figure it out or, or could do it consistently. Um, wide receiver, Jarvis Landry. His, I think he, he had one, was it one touchdown this year, I think, Jarvis so had? One thing about Landry, and, and yeah, I mean, he, quali- he could qualify for the bus category. There's a couple factors. One, he was injured. Uh, to, to Baker Mayfield did not play well. I guess there's a third factor too. Landry's never been a touchdown scorer uh, throughout right. his career. He's he's always been a high volume reception guy, but he didn't score a lot of touchdowns. Regardless, I don't. He didn't do what he normally does this year. That's fair. Uh, in That's previous, fair. so I mean, even him being you know high volume guy, he didn't 
he didn't perform with what he was given, like nothing. So I was, I, I had him in my bust. Um, and then running back, I had Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley as my bust. Um, and I don't necessarily just blame him. Um, his, his offensive line sucks. But Christopher Michael, Ken, he can attest because we, we watched the games together. Every time I watched him run this year, it frustrated me because he just could not get to a north-south. And with that offensive line, he didn't have time to kind of bounce around. And it, it showed fantasy fantasy-wise. Uh, he was not the Saquon that he has been, and I think he will be. Um, but, yeah, I was disappointed with him watching him and in fantasy. I, I got to say, I mean, the offensive line, like, they, they, just, they did not help him at all. I, I think one year removed from the injury definitely plays a part, but that offensive line, yeah, they, that was the major factor in my opinion. Anybody else got anything? So I've got a couple, but I really quick want to just throw out that you mentioned Cooper Cup, right? Uh, a boom. Uh, yeah, but I, I think he's, uh, you know, pretty good. So I think that was a given. But Swift, did anyone have Swift on their fantasy team that, that helped them being a boom? Did, I think so. You know, I in one of my leagues, I had McCaffrey and Swift as my two running backs. And so McCaffrey goes down. I had Swift to kind of keep me up there for a little while, and then he went down. And so, and then also, and then and then also Knox. I think he was a boom, right? Did anyone else in our fantasy <laughs> league have him that so, kind of maybe finished? The, anyway, so Swift boomed that, right down to right to last place. <laughs> right, and, exactly. and Knox uh, boomed all the way to a seventh place finish. Right, so, exa- exactly. So, uh, so. I've got I've got a couple here that I just threw together real quick because when you said when you sent us the message that you were gonna do bust, I, I kinda searched some other stuff up and but I, <laughs> I can surprised. I can throw something together. So my first boom, so and I went with guys that I had on my fantasy team or that kind of helped me, you know, do better than I probably should have. My first one is Cordell Patterson. I, I felt like he did he did really well. Um you know, he was a waiver ad. He wasn't even drafted, right? He was my waiver ad and traded to you. Exactly, and I was very appreciative of that. Deontay Johnson is another one. I feel like that's kind of in the Cooper Cup category, though, because, again, he's expected to do well, but, I mean, he, he was consistent for me. Um, and it was nice because I had DK Metcalf as well, who's a really good fantasy player, but – Deontay Johnson was the consistent wide receiver in my lineup. Um, and then uh, I don't know if he qualifies as a boom, but I'm going to throw in uh, J.D. McKissick because as a, as a flex option, when you have a back that can catch, you know, out of the backfield like he did, you know, before the injury, um, he, he was a stud. And then uh, a couple booms that I have. Uh, the first one is again. I can't believe I got to say this, but Hall of Famer. You know, I pick him up off the waiver. He puts <laughs> up zero points for me, 
And I ended up dri- dropping him after one week. I, I did tell you I sent him that week. I know. I expected more. That That's on me. Um, my tight end bust is uh, Noah Fant. I really thought he was going to put up consistent numbers, and, and he had some pretty good games, but it was just, I think, poor quarterback play just hurt him, and uh, he just didn't put up the numbers until I sat him, and then it seemed like he, he had those good games. And then uh, Daniel Jones. He's a ride-the-wave guy. Right. And then Daniel Jones. That dude was a bum. He only went over 20 points as a as a quarterback three times, which is less than Zach Wilson, Tyler Heineke, Jared Goff, Teddy Bridgewater, and Davis Mills. Just well, to name ouch. a few. Hey, just so you know, uh, he, he went over, what you say, three? Three times he went over 20? He, he went over 23 times. Okay, so Trey Lance started two games and played a half of another game, and he had two over 20. I, I did see that. I almost uh, put that as a mention in there, but I'm glad you uh, – I, I figured you would have that stat. All right. Well, yeah, I think we got we covered quite a few people there. and uh, definitely I got guys. one. Oh, he's got one. I'm sorry. I Go ahead. I got one. Amari freaking Cooper bust this year. He is he had what like two good weeks. Other than he that, struggled with, he struggled with some injuries. Oh, boom freaking who get on the field. And I think I tell you what paid for, bud. I tell you what, and well, CD Lamb was was tearing it up at the beginning of the year. Then when Michael Gallup came get came back, it seemed like Gallup kind of became the the lead dog. So. Um, yeah, yeah Cooper well, Gallup wasn't there last year this past week, and look what happened. Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, yes, I agree. But we covered a lot of people, a lot of guys that broke our hearts, a lot of guys that made us very happy. So it's going to take me into the second section here in my, my uh, segment, and this is for the guys that are still going, that are still playing Dynasty League trade targets. Dynasty League trade targets. I'm going to give you a real quick. Not going to go too much into detail on these guys. Just 15 off off the cuff here. All right, 15 guys that you should be looking at trying to make a deal for if you are a rebuilding team in Dynasty League. Number one, I'm gonna, and I'm going to go in order from quarterback down to tight end. Number one, quarterback Trey Lance, quarterback Jordan Love. If those two are out there on teams that have solid quarterbacks ahead of them, try to snatch them away. Uh, especially Trey Lance with his his usage of his legs. That's gonna come into a, that's gonna come into play a lot down the stretch next year. And I think you're gonna see some big numbers. You saw it just this year in his two starts, two and a half games he played. He had, like I mentioned, over twenty points twice. So uh, if they're out there, go grab them. Running backs, Michael Carter of the New York Jets. Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins, and Travis Etienne, all first-round picks, or not necessarily first-round picks, but high draft picks, uh, first-round picks likely in a dynasty league. Um, And these guys all got injured. So if they're out there, one, the owners may have kind of 
forgotten forgotten them, may have lost you know some value on them. And uh, if they're out there, those guys have the chance to be studs when they come back. Also, running back position a little bit deeper, Kenneth Gainwell from the Philadelphia Eagles. If he's out there, I would try to snatch him up. I don't expect Boston Scott to stick around too much longer in Philly, and Gainwell is especially good in the passing game. Wide receivers, Amon Rossi Brown, Brandon Ayuk, Rashad Bateman, Kadarius Toney, Rondell Moore, and Diami Brown. If any of those guys are out there, I would go try to grab them. Those are future wide receiver one and two is on your team. Get it, get them while they're still slightly lower value. And then finally with the tight end position, Irv Smith Jr. for the Minnesota Vikings. People are going to forget about him with the injury and Tyler Conklin coming alive. And uh, Brevin Jordan from the Houston Texans. Uh, sneaky pickup if you can get him, and I'm sure he might not even be on a roster. You might just be able to pick him up off the waivers, but I would stash him because uh, the quarterback play is going to improve in Houston likely as soon as next year. And then the last segment we're going to do, and I just introduced this this week, uh, we'll cover it a lot more next year, um, but is the DFS plays of the week. Uh, number one, David Montgomery. He is 6,800 on DraftKings. He's 7,600 on FanDuel. Uh, in four career starts against the Vikings, he's averaged over 100 yards from scrimmage. And that's that's fairly cheap for a running back this week. I, I would take it. Number two, easy one, Cooper Cup. I mentioned the Niners' corners, they're a weakness. Cup had a big game in Week 10, 11 catches, 122 yards. No touchdowns, but... Um, he's 9,700 on DraftKings, 10,000 on FanDuel. Cooper Cup, give it a go. Jonathan Taylor, 9,300 on DraftKings, 10,200 on FanDuel. He's playing against the Jaguars. I don't think I need to say, say any more about that. Um, if you're going to spend on a running back, he's your guy. He will get in the end zone at least once for you, maybe twice. Uh, I expect a big day from him. And uh, that's those are my top three plays of the week. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed this new segment. We're going to kind of change it up going forward with the fantasy season over. We're going to take a look into some of the uh, off-season strategy for Dynasty Leagues. We're going to look at some of the NFL draft buildup and some guys to target next season as the, as the year goes on. And well done. Well done, Guru. Um, fantasy season never over, like you said, um, continuously going on. So we look forward to hearing from you week on or week in, week out, right? Week, what is that the right saying? I don't know. But hearing from you weekly. Um, we are going to go to a short break, come back, and we're going to, you know, itch that scratch, scratch that itch that you just need. You know, you just need scratching betting sports betting that's what we're gonna do sports betting with brandon lee he's got a lot for you after this welcome back tfp uh like uh, my host uh just put it uh, we are going to try to scratch whatever itch you might have uh, in week 18 with Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee, what do you have for us this week? I'm itchy. Well, 
Well, I don't want, I don't, maybe not that. I don't want that. I'll stay on oh. that. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. oh, right. That's right. We're on to the bats. All right. Well, last week of the season, you know, we're sitting at 77% on the year. I've got six bets for you this year or this week. Um, we're either going to kill this percentage or we're going to hit it, but I'm liking these bets. Um, so I'll get right into it. First bet, I'm going Green Bay Packers minus two and a half. Um, the line is low because I believe they're sitting a lot of their starters this week. Uh, they already have the number one seed locked up, so there's no reason to put, put them out there. Although I do think Rodgers is out there um, and, and Adams as well. I'm not sure about Jones, though. <clears throat> Either way, uh, I don't see Detroit coming through on this one. They, they I mean, even if they're, we're going to try to play spoilers, they can't. There's nothing to spoil. Their Packers are already at the top. So um, I, I just see Detroit trying to limp their way through this game and get done with the season. So take Green Bay at minus two and a half. Second one, I'm going with the Vikings, also minus two and a half. This one, though, does make me nervous because, I mean, assuming that Kirk Cousins comes, comes back, he was only on the COVID list last week that's why he missed assuming he comes back i think this is one that you should take if he's not there probably one to stay away from the bears have been playing more competitively lately so you know they might put up a fight but the only thing that keeps me nervous about this is monitoring monitoring kirk cousins uh status Uh, bet number three, I mean, we we talked about it earlier. I'm taking them as the win this week anyway in Survivor. I'm going to take the Colts' money line. I like the spread. I just think it's a little too high for them to cover, and I think it's not high enough for Jacksonville to cover, if that makes sense. It's kind of that in-between where I don't really like it. Um, Jags aren't good. Colts are pretty good. And if they win, they're in. Like, that's it. They're sitting at 9-7 and seven right now. Um, so, I don't think 9 wins is going to do it unless you put the Steelers with that tie. So, 9 wins, not going to do it. 10's going to make it in. Colts are going to have to win this game in order to make a playoff spot. I think it's, in, it's, it's a low payout, that's for sure. Um, but I think if you're that person who is a – easy guaranteed money type of better. I think this is your game. Throw a high wager, take the cash. Uh, number four, I'm going to go with the football team. <clears throat> they are uh, at this point in time, at least they're sitting at minus six and a half. Um, and the giants, they, they proved to me last week that they don't care about wins anymore. They're looking at the draft. So they needed a higher pick. In order to get a higher pick, they had to lose to the Bears. <laughs> Lost to the Bears. So Washington sitting at six and ten. They're they're not really gonna get anywhere near the top of the draft. And they're definitely not making the playoffs. So they're kind of playing for pride right now, kind of seeing, you know, what they have for young talent and where they might get to for next year. So I would look at that spread at minus six and a half. I think they'll cover that against the Giants. But if you're not feeling good about the spread, you got to take the money line. I don't think the Giants are playing for any pride right now. They're playing for draft. This next one, um, one you really have to watch. 
because this morning I still felt good about them. I was going to take the Bengals at minus three. <clears throat> Look around one o'clock that Joe Mixon is is out. He's not going to be in this week. Okay, Joe Mixon's out. Spread jump to Cincinnati plus six already. Burrow's out too. Keep your eyes on this. I'm sorry. Joe Burrow's out too. Okay, Joe Burrow's out too. That what was that? His leg? I didn't see that pop up. Yeah, he's expected to sit this week. That's probably safety thing. But either way, Cincinnati is going. Like they still have a chance to get the top seat, so I, I expect them to be competitive. Um, at plus six, with or without Burrow, with or without Joe Mixon, I think the team is capable to cover that. Um, we'll see. The Browns, they're eliminated from playoffs, so what, what do they have to play for? Um, they could try, spoiler, I guess, and just spoil that the Bengals don't get the one seed. That's it. So, I don't know. I, I think with this... I was going to say, before you said that there, Guru, I was going to say with Joe Mixon, or I'm sorry, with Joe Burrow in the locker room, puffing on that cigar, doing his happy dance, you kind of have to go with him, but he's not in there. Keep keep an eye on the spread. That would make sense why it jumped up so high. But plus six, I'd still go with him for right now. And lastly, this one pains me a little. Um, 49ers plus four. I, I don't know if they necessarily win. I think they do. I think they knock down, uh, knock down the Rams, right? Um, but being that they're being given four points to start the game, I think uh, I think that might be the way to go. Whether Jimmy G's in there or Trey Lance, I think I'm taking the Niners at plus four. Um, that that's really all I have this week. I don't know if you guys saw any spreads you like or have any questions, but. Yeah, that, that, those are my six this week. I'm like taking I said, them. keep an eye on the Cincy game and keep an eye on Kirk Cousins. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll probably take most of them, but not all of them because I'm going to get every game right oh, this week and, 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 first of all, win, right? And secondly, rub it in your faces. So, okay, so uh, I, guess, <laughs> I guess we're gonna allow this, right, guys? I guess we're gonna allow him to pick every game, right? All right. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll give him a chance, I guess. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna give you, I'm just gonna give you winners. I'm not even gonna give you who they're playing. I'm just giving you winners. Okay. So, uh, Chris, are you writing this down? Are you ready? Okay. I got Kansas City Chiefs. Boom, win it. Doesn't matter if they're who's playing, who's not. They're in. Dallas uh, Cowboys. Browns. Blue, Vikings, Washington football team, Colts, Steelers, Titans, Saints, Bills, San Francisco, Pats, Cardinals, Tampa Bay, and the Chargers. Book it. Uh, Christopher Michael, can you type that fast? I actually think I got him. Nice, dude. <laughs> it's impressive. I think I got him. Impressive, bro. They're not good. spelled correctly, but I got him. I didn't even know Joshua Dean could talk that fast. To be <clears throat> no, he started off at a good pace, and then he went haywire. I was going. Uh, do you want me to go back? You want me to say it again? So, I believe he took uh, the Kraken. He took <laughs> that's right. 
the Scranton Rail. <laughs> I, uh, but anyways, um, yeah, yeah, that's gonna, they're, they're all winners. They're all winners. Um, game of the weeks, boys, game of the week picks. Who's got it? Yeah, sure. I'll start. Thanks. There you go. Um, I'm going with the Los Angeles Chargers against the Vegas Raiders. Both teams, this this is a playoff game for them. Uh, they win, they're in, they lose, they're out. Um, the only way both teams make it is if uh, Jacksonville. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, if Jacksonville wins and they both tie. So they are the last game, though. So if Jacksonville wins, I mean, they, they could just agree to tie and then they're both in the playoffs, but I don't see that happening. So yeah, that's the game I'll be watching. That's a playoff game already. Yeah, for me, I uh, I got to go with the Niners and Rams. Uh, you know, the Rams have a chance to clinch the division. 49ers win in their end situation. Um, even beyond that, the play, you know, the playoff implications. Uh, the Rams have lost five straight to the Niners, and uh, I am curious to see who's going to start at quarterback. I expect Jimmy to go if he's healthy, but we'll see. I'm interested in the Dallas-Philly game. Two teams I just despise, right? But two, which seems like they're you know, probably playoff teams. But I, I think um, – Philly has a chance to not make the playoffs, right? Am I right on that? So, uh, then I, unfortunately, we need to, lo- to lose, and the Niners and the Saints would both need to win. Both would win. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right. Well, I don't like either one of them. Um, so, I think I want Philly to lose just so maybe they lose, don't make the playoffs, right? Because Dallas can't lock. They're not going to be a home Team, they're not going to be the one seed, right? Because they lost last week. So, I'm pretty sure Philly clinched a spot already. So, and that's they, what I was thinking. Did Philly clinch? Okay, I thought. How did Philly clinch if they're. There's a lot of teams that lost that needed to. Yeah. Oh, Philly, Philly's 9 and 7. You're right. Yeah. So, Philly. Yeah. yeah, that's the stupidest thing, uh, by the way. Sorry to go off a little bit, but this that's the stupidest thing. The, uh, the 49ers are behind Philly in the standings. Currently the seven seed, Philly's the six seed because of conference record. Same kind of thing uh, Hollywood was talking about in fantasy. We beat them head to head in week two. But right. yeah, they're ahead of us because they have better conference standings, conference record. I hate that. I, uh, I, I hear you playing a small fiddle. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, then I'm changing it to the Pittsburgh Baltimore game. I don't even need to explain. So I might be the only person in this camp, but I mean, obviously I'm I'm excited to watch the the Cardinal Seahawks game because I, I really really want Seattle to take down the Cards. But am I the only person in the camp that really wants to see the uh, the Charger Raider game where they've both clinched spots so that game doesn't matter and just watch them just take knees? The entire game, like I would, I, I would be interested actually. Yeah, I kind of want to see that. What if they just didn't step on the field, right? So they 
decided, eh, we're just not going to play the game. I think that's a forfeit for both. So they both lose and they don't make the playoffs. Is that how that work? I don't. I, I don't. I don't know if that's actually true. Oh man, we should have read the rule. <laughs> well, there you go. Yep. Well, their whole Hi. team. Their whole. They're gonna. That's what they'll do. They'll call a tie because their whole team came down with COVID. Right, right. The uh, on Sunday, the Chicago Bulls versus the Dallas Mavericks. That uh, you know, twenty-five and ten record Bulls going against the uh, twenty and eighteen Mavericks. I uh, I like I like the looks of the Bulls in that one. Um, yeah, but that's what I will be watching uh, come Sunday because I don't care about football anymore. I'm over it. Um, and I don't want to eat a hot chip. So, Sounds like it's too bad. Um, so that's, yep, that's all I got. That'll do it, ladies and gentlemen, for our week 18 edition of the Fantasizers podcast. Boys, it's been a pleasure. Claps around. Rest in peace to Betty White and John Madden. Yes, Great. rest in peace to uh, two two legends and, um, and also an icon. Also, a little bit nervous because they say that it, it, they, they, you know, whenever a tragic loss like something like this, it happens in threes. So that actually might be a, a talk about next week. Who is the third? Third? Anybody? Is that too dark? That might be too dark. Let's go, Tony Romo. <laughs> I believe it was the listeners of Hollywood's Corner earlier. Oh, yeah, that's good. Wow. Um, all right. Hey. <laughs> That's going to do it. Make sure you follow our social medias on Twitter, which will be in the link of um, this video and um, in the bio of this week's episode, as well as shoot over to YouTube and you will find us at TFP Nation. Um, the, those videos will be up next. No spaces. Yeah, sorry. No spaces. They'll be up uh, probably tomorrow. Tomorrow um, morning or afternoon. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure as it always is, and goodbye. Adios.